Okay, guys, and um, welcome back to A Dose of Denise. Uh, it's going to be real talk with the real bitch, and it's going to be real all the fucking time. Um, I'm actually doing the podcast today by myself. Sports is off doing some of his own project things, so um, hopefully he'll be able to join me on the next episode. But um, I'm chilling. I'm actually off today. Um, as people know, I, I'm fucking happy that I'm off <laughs> because I do not really like to work um I'm not gonna do that because I I like to work on my own shit like which I'm learning to do like how I'm doing the podcast this is new for me this is something that I'm doing that is definitely an adventure it's a it's a fucking new thing for me um I've never tried to go off and explore and do my own business venture so I'm doing this on my own because I I just I'm tired of working for people (laughs) I don't want to make anybody else rich off of my sweat, tears, and concentration. Um, I really just want to start doing things on my own and starting my own projects. Um, it, I don't want to say it's kind of sad that it took me almost 39 years to realize this. I've, I've actually realized this years ago, but I'm such a procrastinator and... It's kind of hard for me. I have tons of ideas. And I know that there's other people that are like this um, out there. Do you have like a thousand things in your head of like ideas and maybe like a clothing line or, you know, a book you want to write and you're like, I'm going to get this shit done. And really in your head, you want to get it done because you, you're like, I want to be you know, a thousandaire or a millionaire and I want to travel the country and, you know, do interviews and do all these great things. And then you just don't know how to put the pedal to the metal and start like doing the things on your own. And, you know, luckily I do have, um, a support system. I have, uh, someone in my life that's pushing me and making me um see that I'm talented person and you know that I need to start doing the things that are in Denise's mind get this shit out and and I'm encouraging you guys to do this too because I'm literally I have a job like I go clock in I work eight hours I come home and I'm also a mom of three kids as well so it's like to get all of to, to think to yourself, I'm going to make something that I'm thinking in my head an actual reality and that you're seeing it actually come to pass. Like, I'm doing it. I'm doing my podcast. I love to fucking talk. Like, that was always my thing. When I did have friends, <laughs> and we'll talk about that, um, because right now, like, I really don't have any friends. Um, the last person that I was really, really close to, um, I actually worked with her at my job and I actually liked her. I actually liked her and, um, we were getting along. She was a talker. I was a talker. Um, but the thing about it was she had some issues in her relationship, which we all have. I have issues in, in my current relationship, um, that I've been in for almost 11 years and no relationship is perfect. And she had asked me advice. I don't know if anybody out here has been through this, and I'm sure you guys have, especially if you have friends, a lot of friends. Your friends come to you and they ask you, you know, for advice when they're going through something. And you wonder to yourself, is someone asking me for advice because they want to change their situation or are they just venting? I think that's the key <laughs> to figure out first because... um When you give someone advice and you're kind of telling them like what they should do or, you know, what you think that they should do in their situation, it can definitely backfire. 
And I think that that's what happened in the situation with me and the person that I was um, last friends with um, most recently. Uh, I've had a few friendships that went sour and I don't know. I try to sit back and say, well, well, Denise, what, what fucking part did you play in this? Um, I'm not perfect. I feel like when I'm friends with people that I'm a good fucking friend. Like I try to be there for people. I'm a great listener. They call me all the time. I have been on the phone with some of my old friends and listen to them vent about their relationships and things that were going on in their lives for hours. So basically, long story short, um, she asked me for advice on her relationship. I gave her advice. And at first she acted like that she was going to take my advice. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, you deserve better than this. The guy, he wasn't like treating her the best. So, um, you know, she's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to take your advice. And then like the next day or something, I sensed her backpedaling and kind of talking herself out of like what she was needing to do in that situation. And... She got offended because I laughed, but I didn't laugh because I was laughing at her. Like, I laughed because I was like, oh, you're not ready to leave him, which is fine. Like, we've all been there in in relationships as women where, and probably as men too, I don't want to just single single the ladies out. I know we have plenty of male listeners as well. But, um, you know, when you're not ready to leave somebody alone, you're just not ready to leave somebody alone. And that doesn't mean you're dumb. That doesn't mean that, you know, you're any any kind of bad name that someone would give you. But it just means you're not ready. Because when you're ready to do something, you do it. There's no hesitation. There's no um, second thoughts and maybe like what you should do. Once you have your mind set on something, you just do it. So she wasn't ready. And I laughed. And, and she got so upset at me. Like she was like oh, where's the support? You're not being a good friend. I thought you were my friend. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying you're not ready to leave this person. So, you know, me and her are not friends anymore. (laughs) Um, Because I got upset because after she said that I was laughing at her, she brought up something that I had told her that was going on in my relationship. And I feel like when, when you get into a disagreement with someone and they start throwing things in your face that you told them in confidence, they've been waiting for that. Like, she, I felt like she was waiting to, you know, throw that dagger at me. And I'm like, I don't really want a friend like that. I don't want someone who's sitting back waiting like, yeah, bitch, when you do something to me, I gotcha. I'm going to throw this back. And I felt like that was the vibe that I was getting at the time. So recently I've just been chilling, going to work, coming home, you know, taking care of my kids, spending time with my kids and um, working on the podcast and and doing what I have to do for for myself and you know I really need this because I didn't have really anything else going on and I was getting super super depressed and um my partner was like you know you need something else you need something other than work other than the kids other than me and I was like wow you're right you know and I had all these things that I wanted to do in my head I have like I started writing like five different books and I didn't finish them so yeah that's another story 
but finish what you start people don't be like me don't be like me like if you have something that's pulling at you it's pulling at you for a reason like I've been wanting to start a podcast ever since last year like I said 2020 was pretty rough for me um I wanted a house all last year that didn't happen it just wasn't my time it wasn't my season for that and I'm trying to become more of an accepting person when something it when something just isn't my time because you know sometimes we can we can be angry we can be like oh I want this I want this I want this and when it doesn't work out it's like an anger that sets in and I don't want to say like with God but just like with your current situation and with yourself and you come down like really hard on yourself so um now I'm trying to, I, you know, I have to wake up. I have to thank God for waking me up because I'm trying to be thankful for the smaller things in life. And I don't want to say like it's waking up is small because, you know, somebody expected to wake up today, had plans, everything, and did not do that. So just be thankful. I think when you start out your day that way, like I wake up in the morning, as soon as my feet hit the floor, I'm like, no, I don't want to go to work. But God, but God, I thank you. Thank you for waking me up because I'm here and I'm here for a reason and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be heard and I'm going to make my, my life worth living. So, so basically I don't even know how I got, you know, on that topic, but yeah. So right now I'm not, I don't even think right now it's my season for friends. Like I I have to look at it like that. It's just, it's not my season. I've tried, like I've had uh, friendships in the past with people that, you know, I went to school with, I was young, young with, and, you know, we went through different stages of our lives together. And those people just seemed to be the same. And I was changing. And sometimes that can be a positive, like people can still be friends with people who act like how they acted when they met them in high school or whatever like that. And in some cases, that can be a negative. And in that case with me and my ex-best friend, that just, it just wasn't, it didn't work. I just felt like we were going two separate ways. We were two different people. I love people from my past because I feel like anyone that you meet in your life is for a purpose. And even if that person was to push you to your next level, then that was why they were there. Um, so, so don't take anything for, for granted that happened in your life and try not to live with a whole bunch of regret, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that shouldn't have happened. Or, you know, even with my, my ex-husband and um, our divorce, you know, I'm glad that that happened because my daughter came out of it. I have a 14-year-old that came out of that relationship. Love her. Wouldn't, could not imagine living life without having her in my life. So, no, that relationship did not work out, but something good came out of that. And, um that divorce was a blessing <laughs> because me and him, we, we just, we were not soulmates. We were not meant to be, um, in any aspect of the word. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, I mean, um, right now I'm just, I'm at this place. I'm like trying to, you know, not be a procrastinator, trying to work on things that, that make me actually feel good about me. So I think that if, if, and this is for all the moms out there, the dads out there, single moms, single dads, people who, who find themselves just like in a rut. That's my audience. I, I want to motivate people, everyday people who work to say, you know, you don't have to just, if you have something in your mind that you want to do, do it. You know, um, I was watching, I don't know. He's a famous podcaster. I don't remember his name. Um, my significant other sent me a clip and was like, oh, watch this because he's going to, you know, he's talking about podcasts. 
And his advice was, because, you know, people were asking him, like, how did you start your podcast? What was the first step? He was like, I just did it. It's you rip the bandaid off. You have to do it. You have to do your first episode, even if it's not perfect, even if everything, every box isn't checked. You have to do it because then you know to yourself, you stepped over that boundary. You're like, I did it. And you feel, you know, you feel better about yourself. But on that, on that note, I'm really glad, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I'm getting the ball rolling on this. This is my third episode. So this is awesome. Um, I'm trying to get to five so we can get everything on platforms. Um, so yeah, yeah. So I want this to be something that people can listen to and definitely be inspired by. And they're seeing me here at the ground floor. I'm here. I'm in my bedroom <laughs> doing a podcast. This is what I'm doing. And and at this point, I feel like um, I can't be stopped. It's like, no, I'm, this is not, I can be stopped. Well, you know, but anyway, yeah. So other than that, what else is going on with me? Um, yeah, yesterday was kind of crazy. I um I was diagnosed bipolar a few years ago and that is something that I you know I definitely struggle with my mood and staying positive and remaining happy and looking at the glass um is it half empty? No, that's probably how I was looking at it. But um looking at it like it's full. That's how I need to be looking at it. But yeah, like I have my days. I have my great, great days, my optimistic days, my wonderful days. And then sometimes I wake up and I'm like, God, why? <laughs> so yeah, uh, yesterday was, it was good in the beginning. I did work. It was still good because it was during the week. As I told y'all in like the first episode, I love what I do during the week. I work around the OR. I'm the housekeeper in a hospital. I clean, but it's an awesome environment. Super duper positive. Weekend work do not like it. <laughs> but uh yeah. So yesterday was good, work was good. Came home. I really want to get plastic surgery. So this is something that I have wanted for a very long time. Um I love me. You know, I think I think I'm a beautiful woman. Um I've had children. I've had three children. And anybody out there who knows uh, when you have kids, anybody out there who had kids and was not affected by it with their, as far as their body is concerned, I hate you. So, you know, <laughs> God bless you. But um, I don't work out. I don't eat that great. That's always been like, I love ice cream. I love snacks. I love chocolate. I live for chocolate. So eating right, working out and all that is not really my forte. And I don't judge anyone who gets surgery. Because anything that was placed here and that, but you know, I feel like that was placed here by God. It, it's here. You know, someone created it. We're able to get it. Why can't we get it? Like, I'm all for plastic surgery. Um, I think it should be, a, it's a personal choice. And I want to get it like I do. I want to get a BBL and I want to get a breast lift because I have huge, I have huge tatas. So, and it's hard. Like, um, I'm... I'm amazed by women who go and get breast implants for their breasts to be bigger because I have had big boobs my entire life and it has been a struggle. In school, I could not stand gym. Gym class, I would just like either fucking leave or just sit on the fucking mat and be like, I'm not doing this shit because my titties would be flopping up and down and shit like that when they would make us do activities. And I'm like, I don't like this shit. So, so yeah. 
So I, I was speaking to um, a person at um, one of the places that I want to go get plastic surgery at because I looked at a few places and that's what you should do. You should shop around. You should try to see, you know, what your options are out there as far as pricing, as far as the doctors and their experience and things like that because you definitely don't want to get a botched surgery. I don't want to get a botched surgery. I have watched botched and <laughs> I do not want to be on that show. But um, I was talking to, to the woman about the surgery yesterday and she's giving me all the prices. She's giving me all the information and I'm like, you know, I just started getting frustrated because I'm like, why? Oh, for the people out there that just can go drop 15000 20000 on a surgery, I hate you. It's like, you know, God bless you. But I'm not that well off. So I'm going to have to be like the rest of the people in this world, wait till tax time, pay for my surgery, or I'm going to have to finance my surgery, which is something I don't want to do since I was working on my credit for two years to try to get the house last year. So, you know, I, I really don't want to finance it. That's not something that I want to have like a monthly payment for. I'm already paying for my car. So it was just like, kind of like, wow, Denise, can you really deal with all this shit right now? <laughs> like, or should you just get your fucking ass up and go to the gym, get a trainer or something like that and be probably be way cheaper. So I don't know. Like, I just, I see the results of some of these women who've had the BBLs and the breast lift. Beautiful. Like, I've seen some lovely results. So they really pull you in when they show those before and afters. You're like, that could be me. I could be the bitch who's walking around who doesn't have to wear a bra. And I had to wear one my entire life. 30, almost 39 years of wearing a bra. So, you know, when you when you think about, you know, like you after the surgery, you're just, you're trying to get to that. And, you know, I just, I don't know. Like even right now, I really, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I was talking to my fiance and I was like, you know, well maybe I can get the BBL and pay for that. And then I have a job, you know, I have insurance. I have pretty good insurance and I can start going to the doctor and, you know, cause I do have back pain. I have upper back pain, um, in regards to my, tatas being um so damn big so i was like well maybe i can just get the breast reduction through my health insurance and then i can pay for the bbl and get the bbl this year and maybe get the breast reduction next year but then i'm like i don't want to i'm like a one-stop shop type of person when i go to the mall i want to go to the mall i want to get everything that i need from the mall and i want to get the hell out the mall i'm not that person who likes to come back and forth and do things more than one time. So especially like when you think about getting a surgery, it's like, okay, they're cutting you. And then you got to go back again. Like I was trying to go there. I was trying to get the, and, and anybody who doesn't know what a BBL is, cause I keep saying that like everyone's educated on this. Um, a BBL is a Brazilian butt lift. And what they do, it's they do a 360 BBL and they do the liposuction. So basically... They're liposuctioning your stomach, top and bottom, your love handles, your back fat, like if you have, and I do, if you have the back fat like by your bra strap, they're liposuctioning all of that. They're getting all of that fat out of you. And then if necessary, they're placing it, you know, in your butt to lift your butt and make your butt have like a more youthful look. 
And they're also placing it in your hips, which I kind of need hips. How did I have three kids and I don't have like hardly, I don't feel like I have the hips that I should have for pushing out three children. But they also put the fat a little around your hips so that everything just looks more proportionate, you know? And, and, and I've seen some of the results and some of the results are beautiful. And there's a lot of celebrities who I'm sure... And I'm, I mean, celebrities like celebrity, celebrity, and then like Instagram celebrities that have received this. And I, I love it. I think it's like women wanting to look good, wanting to start their own businesses, wanting to do things to empower themselves. I'm all for it. I'm not one of those haters sitting back like, you know, bitch, ew, your butt ain't real. Like, no, your butt ain't real and you pay for it. And oh, I love you. Like that's, I think anything that is making a woman feel better about herself I'm totally for it so yeah so that's what I've been going through I'm just like going back and forth about my options about what to do likely what I'm probably going to end up doing is just getting the BBL which I will so take you guys on that journey with me I'm excited as far as taking you guys on that journey with me um I would like to get video of me actually going to the place and going through the recovery and all that because I also have a YouTube page that I think I uploaded two videos on. You guys know I'm a procrastinator, um, which I want to get back up and running as well since I'm doing the podcast now. So yeah, I could, I think that would be a great thing to do. Like take you guys on that journey with me because it's going to be a real journey. I'm excited. I have never had a flat stomach. I've, even like when I was like a teenager in my early teens and even in my late teens and before I had kids because I had my son in my 20s, early 20s, I've never had like a flat, flat stomach. I always had like a little tiny pouch. And my sister used to be like, oh, but your pouch is cute, girl. Mind you, this is the sister who was the cheerleader and had the freaking beautiful body, my sister Ebony. But I'm like, Eb, no, I, I need to have a flat stomach like you, girl. So to even the even thought of me like putting on a pair of jeans or something and like a little bit of fat not hanging over is like I could damn near have an orgasm thinking about that but um yeah so I'm really thinking about it um I'm probably just gonna end up doing the BBL because if I can actually get the breast reconstruction done through my health insurance that would be the smartest thing for me to do I know I don't want to go back and do another surgery but you know Let's make it easier on my pockets because I'm not trying to finance. Because I think the lady said it was going to be like $10,000 to do the breast lift and the 360 lipo BBL. And I'm like, uh, bitch, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm probably going to end up doing that um, just because I want to. I want to look good this summer, y'all. Like... I'm going to be 39 years old in April, and I feel like when I hit 40, I'm just going to be like, you know, and even after that, I do. I need to take my ass to the gym, even if I get the surgery, because it's after that point, you got to maintain that shit. Like, I've heard stories, and I, you know, I've researched things. I'm on YouTube, you know, I'm on Instagram, and I've heard that the fat can come back, and it will come back, like... If you don't take care of yourself, like after you get your surgery, you got to, you know, change your eating habits. And uh, the one thing I cannot let go of is fucking ice cream. A few years ago, um, I started eating. Well, I even haven't even been eating this in a while because it's hardly ever on sale. But has anybody tasted Talenti? Oh, 
I swear to God, that is liquid frozen crack. I don't know what they put into Lenti, but like once you start eating that ice cream, it's it's actually, it's gelato. It's gelato, which is like an Italian version of ice cream, frozen yogurt ice cream. It's so good, but it's so expensive. And most of the time when I'm at the grocery store, it's not on sale. So I've been actually eating Edie's ice cream, mint chocolate chip. That is my thing. Like I love ice cream. I love chocolate. So that is going to be a difficult thing for me to actually give up. I don't think I can give up on chocolate and sweets. So I guess maybe if anybody is into any fitness out there, <laughs> please give me advice on that. I guess you can like designate a day during the month that it's like, oh, this is my special, I get a snack day or whatever. But I'm saying it like I've never worked out. I've had times in my life where I've worked out and I've actually done well, but it's the sticking to it part that I have an issue with. Because I'll be working out at home, like I'll be busting out my squats, my sit-ups, you know, I'll be really, really feeling great about me maybe two, three weeks in, and then I'm just like, mm, I don't feel like doing this anymore. But, you know, I know I'm getting older, and it, as you get older, it's all about the maintenance. You know, I do not want things to start going south <laughs> because I think now I'm preserving myself. I think I'm aging very well. Um, a lot of people who meet me and see me in person, they don't know that I'm the age that I am. They always think I'm younger. Um, so, you know, I, I think that I've been doing kind of, even with the eating the sweets and the not working out all the time, I'm doing good. Like, cause I don't sit around the house all day. Like my job is still, I'm moving around. I'm a housekeeper. I'm cleaning. I'm bending down. I'm doing things at my job. So that's for eight hours and then I'm coming home and yes, then I'm not doing shit. <laughs> but, but after that, you know, I do, I need to start going to the gym and I have a gym at my job. That's free. So there's no excuse. Um, do it with me, y'all. Let's 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 try to, you know, get I'm not trying to be like one of those crazy muscular bitches because I actually don't think and I don't want to say muscular bitches. Oh, my God. I don't want to be like overly toned. And to people who like their body like that, that's great. I just for me. I, I still want to look feminine. I still want to have like a real feminine shape and body. So I, I just don't want to go a little bit too ham in the gym. I, I still want to look like me. You know, I don't want to get a big neck and, you know, do because that's I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder. That's not the profession that I'm interested in or that I want to go in at all. So I don't know. It's just um, as a woman. We just go through so much with our bodies and it's crazy. So yeah, that's kind of like what I need to do. I need to go to, cause I go to work tomorrow. I actually, they make you register with the gym, like as like a regular gym, but we don't have to pay. That's the only thing. You're just going in, you're giving them their information and then you can start going to the gym. And I was going to do that last year, went to the gym, uh, toured it, seen what the gym looked like, and then left and never went back. So typical me. But I'm trying to get on a different note, especially because I'm 
you know, going down this road and saying that I want to get surgery. So yeah, I'm definitely not going to go drop five, $6,000 on surgery and continue to eat Edie's mint chocolate chip ice cream every night. No, I cannot do that. I know I'm going to have to switch things. And when I do get on my, you know, grind as far as the workout, I get my shakes. Um, I did do the slim fast shakes, which do work. I did like the two shakes a day. It's like you do a shake in the morning for breakfast. It's like meal replacements. You do a shake in the morning for breakfast. You do a shake for lunch. And then you have like a, a light, not too heavy dinner and you get three snacks. And that actually does work. I need to start doing that again. Because when I was doing that, that was a great thing for me. And I didn't feel, I honestly did not feel hungry. I didn't feel like, um, like I needed more after I would drink the shakes or anything like that. Um, when I was buying them, I was buying them by the case. So it worked for me that way. So I could just grab one in the, grab two in the morning, throw them in my pocketbook, go to work, have my breakfast, lunch, come home, have my dinner. And you get your three healthy snacks. Like, you know, you can have like fruit with your lunch and, you know, I don't know, maybe some nuts or, or a bag of popcorn with your breakfast shake, you know, anything that's like healthy. But that's what type of like, I like meals, ideas like that or diet ideas like that because it has some type of structure with it. I can't do any type of ideas that don't have structure. I need instruction, especially when it comes to things that I'm not really fully educated about, like losing weight, working out, love the structure. So anybody, like shout out to anybody out there who has lost a lot of weight, who has worked out, who has turned their life around as far as their physicalities. God bless you. I know that it's difficult. I'm not extremely overweight. Um, I don't even know how much I weigh right now. I should go to work tomorrow and weigh myself. I think the last time I weighed myself, because I, I actually lost some weight from working at my job because I am moving around all the time. So I haven't weighed myself like in a few months. So I think I should do that tomorrow. I'm going to weigh myself. So the next podcast, I'm going to update you guys and tell you guys how much I weigh. I know I'm 5'5". Five five. I don't know how much I weigh. So I'm going to tell you guys uh, when I do episode four. I'm going to come back letting you guys know how much I weigh because, um, I don't know. I'm very top heavy, like I said. So I always, I probably don't weigh that much, but I always feel like I weigh a lot because my breasts are big. So it's like when you carry that weight at the top of you, it's like you always feel so weighed down all the time. So yeah, it's difficult. It's hard to be a woman, lady, men, love your women, Love your women through every stage of her life. Like, love her when she's pregnant. Love her when she's overweight. Love her when she's depressed. Because it's really, really, it's it's difficult. We go through a lot of changes with our bodies. Um, and it really starts to kick in as we get older. Um, the changes really, really, really kick in. Um, like, I've been having hot flashes for years and I know for sure that that is a symptom of premenopause. Premenopausal? Is that how you say? It's a premenopausal symptom. I think my mother, um, God rest her soul, my mom passed away in 2012. I think she was premenopausal. So I've been having hot, hot flashes for a very, very long time. And now I have the night sweats. People, I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to me. But, um... 
yeah, we're just going to keep hope alive. But, um, yeah, so it's, you know, I'm just dealing with that, dealing with all that right now and, um, just trying to figure out what I'm going to do, but I'm probably going to get the Brazilian butt lift and do that and, uh, just get my stomach all snatched before the summertime and I will definitely take you guys on my journey with that because I think that's going to be fun to to give people, you know, intel on. And yes, I'm not a millionaire, thousandaire, and I'm getting surgery. Judge me. Judge yourself. <laughs> I don't care. It's my choice. I'm getting it. I want to walk around. I want to have a flat stomach for once. I think if that is the one thing that I do before I expire... I'm going to have me some little titties where I don't have to wear a bra and I'm going to have me a flat stomach. But, um, so yeah, that's what's going on with me right now. Contemplating surgery and, um, hoping that that actually gets scheduled within the next few days because I have to hand in my vacation time by the 31st. So yeah, hope the lady emails me and lets me know if I can, um, get an appointment ASAP, which I'm trying to do. I really want to get the surgery in like April because my birthday is April 15th. I want to get the surgery in April or May. I don't want to get it in the summer because isn't that the point to be snatched before the summer? I think that's the point. (laughs) So I'm really trying to hurry up and schedule that so that I'm healed up and able to, you know, look like a hoe. It's like, no, I don't want to look like a hoe. (laughs) I want to be snatched though. I do want to be snatched. But, um, so that's pretty much it for today. Thank you guys for listening to me vent and babble on about my life. Um, I really can't wait till I can connect with you guys and hear about you guys. I want to see if anybody else is kind of going through the things that I'm going through so we can really discuss this. I I want you guys, I want to connect with you guys so bad, um, on so many levels about, because you know, that's what we're about. We're about life. We're about real shit that's happening out here. And you guys are getting this shit out the mud and from the ground up. This is me. I'm growing, (laughs) y'all. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to a dose of Denise. Love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Real talk, real shit, real opinions all the time. You guys have a good one.